up? You're looking at that rye like you want to down it. I do, but I have to go shopping after this. Mm. What do you got to shop for? Food. Oh. Food shopping. That's not fun. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I can go later, but I, I'll I'll drink after. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, man, that little cut's getting you real good. It hoits. Oh. All right. Pulpitus. You ready? Sure. Two centimeters. Good old CM. <laughs> We're switching to metric. Are we? Who's I, we? I am. Okay. <laughs> From now on. For me, it'd be a bit difficult. Why? Uh, because I never really learned much about them. It's just multiples of ten. It's the easiest thing ever. Oh, totally. But visually base? Oh, no idea. Yeah. No, fuck that. But you just looked at it and said, it looks like 2CM. Well, centimeters are on a ruler. I mean, you learn centimeters when you learn distances. Sort of. I'm... It's definitely on rulers. Yeah. Whether or not you pay attention to them is another oh, thing. You just purged it. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you don't use it, you lose it. I, yeah, yeah. I think that was like Socrates or something. I think, yeah, Aristotle, maybe. <laughs> Socrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Socrates! <laughs> That's going to be the worst movie ever made. <laughs> what if it's a good remake? <sighs> Bill and Ted, now 30 years older. Are they like lawyers now or something? I have no idea. Because, like, in the, end, in the end of, uh, well... Is it going to be the future when they're like the most important band in the in the universe? Maybe, and like they re, they modeled society completely off of them. So it's going to be like Idiocracy, but for Bill and Ted. Yeah, because okay. that's what it was in Bill and Ted too, right? Mm. So that that's why George Carlin, that's why George Carlin came back. Yep, because they had to do this thing, <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't be the best mm-hmm. and save the world. Sure, which is a great writing great it's fantastic yeah so maybe they are going to be the best but then someone will obviously have to go back in time and like try to mess something up Mm -hmm. and then they're going to do that thing where they de-age people sure and that'll be weird yeah probable there'll probably be some john wick jokes in there i hope so yeah it's too good not yeah and the other guy won't have any jokes because he's not in anything else yeah what happened with him uh nothing did he just like stop literally nothing no i'm sure he tried but yeah yeah. Literally hasn't been in anything? I mean, yeah, he's, been, he's probably been in some stuff, like okay. shows and shit. Sure, sure. I mean, who hasn't been on, like, CIS or... Me. NYPD Blue? You'd probably have. I have? They've <gasps> so many seasons. I need my royalties. Yeah, no. I don't think... <laughs> I think those are at time of only or oh, something. Oh, man. It's like a one-time payment. I should have taken the percentage. Welcome to The Legend of Things. Welcome to the Legend of Things, episode 132, <laughs> uh, a podcast about stuff and things. I'm Sean. Jonathan. Sean Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Shao John. It's Sunday. It's a different day. It is. For us to record, because we have things to do yeah, later. Because uh, there's this cool place that I talked about before called Requiem, which is a tea and coffee house. Oh, also, is that where it is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's also like a gamer paradise kind of thing in quotes they don't have beer or anything they do okay they do have beer now they also have food and you know right. cool stuff but their entire store is decorated mm-hmm. in such a beautiful way that you guys are really gonna enjoy it when we get there yeah but last tuesday we went to there for a trivia night because they just started doing a bunch of events because they're trying to pull regulars Running. oh that's what i meant i mean it's one of the same Both. when it comes to business yeah uh 
so they're trying to do these uh, regular style events. Like today is the Firefly anniversary, or yesterday? Yesterday was yeah. the Firefly anniversary. Okay. So they had an event there for that. Made special drinks and all that stuff. Oh. We didn't go there, but uh, last Tuesday we did NES trivia night. So it was all things NES and just did a couple rounds and hung out. And it was a ton of fun. Mm. And then this Tuesday I recruited you and Kevin because it's D&D trivia night. Yeah, I'm curious what that entails. So we talked to him about it and he's he said it's not going to be like at what level does the barbarian gain X ability. It's right. more going to be like broad strokes across all editions, games, and the TV show, maybe probably the movies. Jeez. So it's an eclectic bunch of D&D knowledge. Yeah. But I think between us we could probably get a uh, a reasonable amount. I hope. Yeah, we'll of see. Answers correct. I'm sure some someone will beat us. Probably. Yeah. I mean, such is the way of life. I think we know a lot of things, but I yeah. guarantee you, someone else knows more. Yes. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. But it should be a ton of fun, and the place is really cool just to hang out at. So. It'll Where be is it? Anaheim. Okay. So yeah, you'll be driving to my place, and then I'll drive you up there. Right. And it's right by Kevin's. Okay. So he'll he'll yeah. get there himself. Yeah. <laughs> That is convenient for him. Yes. Yeah. But. So that's why we're recording on Sunday. Yeah. Are you yeah. still going to release this on the normal day? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll just format it today and just put it up as scheduled. Right. So then I'll just release then. Okay. It sounds like we have a waterfall in the background. It's the, You probably can't hear it. It's just nice. It is nice. It's the washing machine. I know. Hopefully it's not leaking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so humid. That's what happens when I do when i do house chores sometimes mm-hmm. shit goes poor all net ones yeah 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 it's perfect yeah so what's new what you've been doing this weekend um went out to dinner yesterday that was about it mm-hmm. for the old uh anniversary oh so that was ate too much normal stuff <laughs> um and just playing a bunch of games nice. and that's been pretty much it what you've been playing I got Borderlands 3, oh. so I've been playing that. How? What's your first impression? It's the same. Okay. I mean, I didn't play the last one, mm-hmm. Borderlands the pre-sequel. Yeah, me neither. Because, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's fine. I mean, it's another Borderlands game. Okay. Uh, there, there's some different stuff now where, like, um, the skill trees are not, are not exclusive. Interesting. So while you only get that active ability out of... You choose one active ability mm-hmm. out of a skill tree. Everyone has three. Yep. Um, but the other stuff is all passives. Okay. Um, and then in your skill tree, once you get enough points in it, it adds like a secondary effect that you can choose from. Two options sure. to your active ability. That's pretty neat. So like, yeah, there's other stuff in the other trees that could be beneficial sure. for your build. So you can grab that stuff and it still applies, mm-hmm. which is nice. Because in the last games, it was an all or nothing yeah. kind of situation. That's, that's an recall. interesting development. Yeah. I like that. It's a little... De- hard. It's spread out more. Yeah. So the builds have a little more wiggle room, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Sure. Um... I didn't like it at first because, like, it started with a weird power curve. And they weren't so. giving me every kind of gun, which ah, I thought was weird. Okay. So, like, in 2, which mm-hmm. is the last one I played the shit out of. Well, I played the shit out of 1 and 2. But <laughs> 2 I played through. I think I got every character to max level. Okay. Um, by myself, too, because mm-hmm. I wasn't playing multiplayer. Sure. So there was no power leveling. But uh, it was only giving me pistols and submachine guns to start. And I'm like, this is dumb. Interesting. And then also the enemies in the starting area mm-hmm. were higher level than me. 
Wow. And, that, and that was tough. Yeah. So I was like, this is kind of fucking stupid. So I was dying <laughs> all the time. Okay. I had these really shitty guns. And mm. the whole game is about getting cool guns. Yes. Right? So, and like my special ability wasn't great. Or maybe the one I picked to start with isn't the best one. Or, mm. But um, after that initial hump, it's it's much more engaging. Do you feel like it was there specifically to make it feel like you were in trouble in the wasteland so that when you would get better weapons later on you would feel more maybe i I think it's just like a weird i think the weird thing is that they limited the selection until you hit a certain level sure that that is weird to me that it was only certain weapon types yeah because like i couldn't get assault rifles which Mm -hmm. is like my go-to generally sure also they dialed down assault rifles to they do really bad damage now really yeah Hmm. so like submachine guns so far are kind of a better way to go in my opinion interesting but i don't know it's it's they definitely did some weapon tweaks yeah um but otherwise yeah it's cool like i like everything feels the same i mean they have the same weapon brands and stuff and they have all the same kind of flair um they changed the upgrade system for like your inventory oh also i don't feel like you start with enough ammo Oh, capacity. Sure. Because I was running out of ammo for guns. And then you only have two weapon slots to start. (laughs) So, like, I would run out on one of them and be like, ugh. And then, like, the game doesn't pause when you go to your inventory. Oh. So, like, switching guns, I was like, ugh. (laughs) And then I only have pistols and submachine guns. And Uh I use the same ammo. Well, they don't use the same ammo, but Uh, pistols use pistols, you know. So I can't equip two pistols. Sure. So I was, like, running around all frantic trying to, like, loot ammo off the ground <laughs> mm-hmm. while i was fighting guys that were higher level than me so sure. it was it was kind of weird okay hmm well is there anything that you feel so far like they've done better that was a market improvement since two um other than the skill trees no i mean i think like the vehicles are are cool they're pretty much the same like you can change them and upgrade them now okay which is kind of you may have done that in the last one i don't know but um i think the skill tree thing is an improvement hmm. as far as that Sure. But it's really more the same. If you like Borderlands, okay. you'll like Borderlands 3. All right. Um, I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be obviously more fun playing co-op. Sure. But um, it's on the Epic Store. So ah, right. The only person I know that's playing it is Briggs. Mm-hmm. So I need to hit him up. Yeah, he's just pretty high level. I've he's seen next. some of his... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seen some of his fights. And they're pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And some of the boss fights are, are real challenging. Uh, I've had a couple that were absolute pushovers. Oh, okay. So it kind of just depends what you got going on. Mm-hmm. But um, I just got my first like upgrade to my special. So mm-hmm. I'm the agent guy. Um, so he has like a cloak thing. That probably came up. <laughs> That's the dryer. <laughs> I, yeah. So he has a cloak thing, like Zero, mm-hmm. um, where he like drops a hologram and then you continue moving with the hologram shoots at stuff and it draws aggro okay and then you can at any time the fuck you can (laughs) you can use the power again and it teleports you to the hologram oh that's cool and then there's special stuff later like when you do it it creates like a big explosion or Mm -hmm. something and then the damage is dependent on how much duration is left on the hologram interesting so the higher the, the better that's cool yeah. I like that. So there's some cool stuff. And then the other one is he makes a big shield that he throws down, mm-hmm. like a group it's a group thing. Sure. And then the one I have is like a little flying turret guy. Hmm. 
um, that runs around shooting stuff, and then you get an ability pretty early that makes it drop grenades. Nice. It drops your grenade. Oh. Randomly. Okay. So it's great. Because it could... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Everything is happening right now. So it's the your... magnet stopped working. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Stranger thing. Yeah. Well, the magnet's still there. The thing that was on the magnet, the outside of the magnet came off. What was it? It's like a little clippy thing to hold stuff. It's yeah. ghosts. It's weird. Ghosts. That, that one falls off all the time. Oh. Yeah. All right. But it's still sticky, so I just stick it back on there, and I'm like, how long is this going to last? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. So it's whichever grenade you have equipped, so they're like the zany Borderlands grenades. Of course. And it'll just drop them everywhere. Oh, okay. Like, nice. I got one that's it's a proc chance every time it shoots. Um, and I have one that's like a bouncy one, so mm. it bounces and then explodes and then bounces again and then explodes. Sure. So they're just like all Madness. over the fucking place. Yeah. So it's great if they have like, uh, like a vampire effect or a leech effect or sure. something. But once I got that, it was a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I can pop it and be like, cool, like this will turn the tide of this fight where before got it would it. just run around and just be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm curious to try the other classes. I'm not going to mm-hmm. right away. But yeah, it'd be some time. Yeah, because I was going to do the hunter guy originally, but um, Briggs said, since I liked Axton and Roland in the last games, because mm-hmm. they're the turret guys, mm-hmm. that I'd like this one more. Sure. But he's weird because he's like a squishy um, version of those guys, ah. which is kind of different. Because he's like Axton and Roland and Zero. Mm-hmm. kind of wrapped up all right and it's i'm not sure how i like <laughs> it but a lot of that's your gear and like whatever shield you have yeah. equipped and all that kind of stuff yeah but um yeah so far so good i've probably put about 10 hours into it nice um that big store's weird i've had some crashes mm-hmm. i messed with my graphic settings and now it's working better i turned the graphics up and it's working better that's like a <sighs> That used to happen to me frequently on Steam. Yeah. Like five years ago. It would be that scenario where you put it lower, but the game would run worse. Yeah. And somehow consume more of your resources. Yeah. It's weird. Like it's throttling itself somehow. Mm -hmm. Like the weird thing is like I had this set to high. Mm -hmm. I loaded back in and it set itself to medium. And the weird thing is I couldn't really notice the difference (laughs) because it's cell shaded. So, you know, the difference is like so then i'm like well fuck it like i'll put it up to the highest level which is badass mm-hmm. which is funny of course it goes high ultra badass <laughs> and then uh <laughs> i set it to there and i benchmarked it and it ran at like a pretty stable like 50 to 60 fps so mm-hmm. i'm like i'll just leave it there sure and now i've had zero crashes that's so, so strange yeah it had a bunch like it was crashing at weird times mm-hmm. like i equipped a gun and it crashed Whoa. or like i opened a box and it crashed and i'm like okay <laughs> so i don't know and that's then it awkward. was stable for the rest of the morning after i fucked with it a little huh. bit all right that's bizarre it's so weird yeah i don't know if it's epic or or what but. it's probably just the client yeah because that used to happen with um one of the newer heroes games oh sure like Heroes seven yeah no i never played seven ten i only heard bad things oh no not ten ten's not out isn't it might and magic 10 is out but heroes of might and magic 10 that is confusing yes okay yeah their whole nomenclature is uh poor at best it worked when there were like two games in each series right but nowadays not so much yeah but yeah it had a problem where if i had the graphics on lower quality then it would uh 
tank my computer. But if I bumped it up to max, it was totally fine. It's a little weird. So I don't understand yeah. how that works. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Super rough. <laughs> I mean, I had a couple things, like when I was doing the breakpoint thing, I mm-hmm. found one box that every time I opened it would crash my computer. Really? Well, it would crash, it would crash the game on yeah. my computer. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So I opened it twice, and I'm like, I guess I'm just not opening this box. <laughs> like, <laughs> same thing. Just boop. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. all right. Okay. I got to take it's a that trap box. I got to take that stuff out. All right. It's going to keep doing that. Oh. It's just warning you? It's doing the tumble thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, your shit's done so it doesn't mm-hmm. wrinkle. Yeah. Okay. Hard cut. Okay. And we back. I did a hard cut. Now, but that way I can see the spike. Well, mine's pretty obvious. It looks like a really fat TIE fighter. You're a fat TIE fighter. Oh! oh. <laughs> My feels. Oh. You're a speeder bike. Yeah. Shit. Good. I'm going to crash into a tree. Sometimes. I'm just going to explode. Like the worst choice yeah. of vehicle for, totally. for the terrain. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, guys, let's get these hover bikes <laughs> that are so goddamn fast <laughs> uh, that you can't drive them fast anywhere here because of all these redwoods yeah. that are like six feet wide. Mm-hmm. Minimum. Yeah. Like. That yeah, was a great plan. I don't think. I don't think anything would have been better. Mm-hmm. Granted, you couldn't have like a large car in there or a Jeep or something. Sure. But you also shouldn't have those fucking walkers. No, totally not. There's, they're not going to fit anywhere. They don't got maneuverability. There's no roads. Mm-mm. How'd they even get these things in here? Uh, I like to believe that it was just on the closest adjacent moon. And the Empire's just like, you know, the logistical cost of bringing in anything else is way too high. Sure. So oh, let's okay. just take this stuff. Because you can fit a lot in a ship. So yeah. they're like, let's just bring all the speeder bikes. Yeah. It's like all of our surpluses here. Let's just try it out. Yeah. And, you know, it's surplus. We're not using it right now. Sure. That's my guess. They never... Did they ever say what planet... Wait. Is is Endor the planet? I don't know. And then, because the place they are is a moon. Sure. They call it the forest moon of Endor. Oh, weird. So the moon is probably not named Endor. Probably not. But we've been calling it that the whole time. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. (laughs) So there's other moons, too, which suggests there's other biome moons. Sure. Which is is interesting. (laughs) Just strictly based on, like, Uh you know, word taxonomy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what they are. I wonder if it's like a Captain Planet system. Probably. All the moons are different elements. One's like a lava planet. Yeah. And then one's a water planet. Mm-hmm. One's heart. One's just... Oh, and one's weaned. Uh-huh. Yeah. The other one is just heart and full of monkeys. And then there's Earth. Yeah. Earth. Earth. Well, Earth is the forest planet, obviously. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Good point. Yeah. Although, that What's... wasn't how they portrayed Earth in Captain Planet. True. Earth was like rocks and shit. Actual so rocks. So it was like desert yeah. kind of stuff. It's like, I'm going to hit you with this giant slab of granite. Yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Power of Earth. I like, yeah. All their stuff was real. All their enemies were really weird. Mm-hmm. Like one was a pig man. Yeah. One who, was like a fly dude, right? Voiced by um, Gilbert. Goldblum. Was it Goldblum? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was like a scientist. Yeah. A flyantist. Flyantist. That. Classic. I don't know if that was what they said. I don't know. Either. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what was I talking about? Borderlands? Yeah. 
Yep. That's pretty much it. I mean, right. uh, <laughs> so like you have a ship now that's your central hub. Okay. So you start on Pandora, which is the where the game happens in all the other games mm-hmm. for the most part. And then you get a ship and you go to other planets to follow around these like YouTube bandits. Okay. They're like these it's a brother and a sister and one of them's a siren. Uh-huh. And the other one's a dude siren, which is weird because those aren't supposed to exist. Ah. But it's just that they were, um, they were, uh, twinsies. You know, when you're twins and you're connected? Yeah. They were that. And so he got some of her siren powers, which isn't supposed to happen. Sure. And, um, they're like YouTube famous. Mm -hmm. So they're all, and like the cults, Children of the Vault is is their little cult that they've created. And they're like gods, basically. Uh huh. From, like, a social media perspective. Sure. So people are crazy about it. Mm-hmm. So they're basically always making, like, little YouTube videos of, like, kicking your ass or <laughs> beating up your friends. Uh-huh. And then making fun of you and stuff. Okay. And that's the whole thing so far. All right. Are they are they written in a way that you find them enjoying? Uh, I mean, the tone of the game is the same. So it's still enjoyable tone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super shallow. But, ah. I mean, it's Borderlands, so... I don't know what you're expecting here. Sure. You know, we're not, it's not Hamlet. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so far so good. Mm-hmm. There's some funny stuff. Good. Like on the last boss I was fighting, you know, when you, when you hit somebody, a number shoot out or like yes. if it's a critical, big red letters say critical. I was, <laughs> uh, this last boss, I shot him in the dick on accident <laughs> and it said dicked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I started losing it. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Okay. And I was like, oh, I, I, I shot him in the dick. Uh-huh. And it was the same letters, like, of the critical thing. It was red and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, so it's just shit like that that just pops up out of nowhere. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Okay. I like so, it. So um, it's definitely a pee-pee poo-poo game. And, uh-huh. and I love I love that. Definitely. But, Sometimes um, you just need that base level of just raw humor. Yeah. And that's really what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So, like, on Friday, I was like, I want to play something. But, like, I've been playing the shit out of the Division, which is still fun. Mm-hmm. And I got Rosner up to end game world tier stuff. Nice. So I drop him a bunch. He joined my game. I can drop him my level stuff. Oh. As long as we get it while we're grouped. Rad. So I gave him a bunch of, like, almost level 500 stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, now, like, get through all your world tier stuff and <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll do this again. Rad. Which I can do for you when whenever you get there. Mm-hmm. I still have, like, the gloves you drop for me in that same fashion. Sure, yeah. And they're still the best yeah i mean until you you start you just got to crush those story missions yeah um the benefit is with that stuff it'll it'll raise your gear score so you don't have to do the bullshit prerequisite yep. stuff which is nice yeah totally but um i've been playing the shit out of that mm-hmm. i was playing pathfinder kingmaker and i oh, got frustrated because that bullshit dungeon uh-huh so and what part of the dungeon did you get stuck in the soul leader part yeah because, like, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. I fought him twice, and the fact that they have to fight solo makes it almost impossible for some <laughs> of my characters. Sure. And then once enough of them die, then you get attacked by more. And it's like, yep, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, one attacked my dog. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like, he doesn't even do magic damage. Yeah. So... Huh. That's like, weird it would go for the animal companion. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Also, I never named him. Oh. <laughs> which I don't I don't I didn't realize when I leveled uh-huh. I had to name him 
when I picked him, okay. I didn't see where I could name him. Sure. So now his just name is Dog. Mm-hmm. After you give like Ekeyundo a whole ton of shit for not naming his dog. True. Yeah. But I didn't. I miss naming mine, and no uh-huh. one talks to me about that. Oh man. I'm like, hey, Dog, come here. Ekeyundo, you should name your animal. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> you know, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> but so I got frustrated there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty much steamrolling everything else. Yep. Except the Cyclopses will occasionally, like, bite critical you yeah. for, like, 500 damage. damage. Yeah. But, um, Way too much. It's actually, I mean, in this version of the game, mm-hmm. I'm finding way... I have no situations where I feel like I'm getting hit too hard. Hmm. Um, everything seems stat right now. Interesting. They changed it. They changed a lot of the yeah. difficulty stuff. Okay. Um, even the options are different now. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Yeah. But... If they were just baseline monsters from the book, I'd be happy. They mostly are now. Good. It looks like there's still some fluff there because my ACs are, are, are still through the roof. Yeah. Um, But the people who have high ACs don't get hit that much. Mm-hmm. Unless we're fighting ogres or giants that have like an, a base plus 18 to hit. Sure. So it's like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get hit. Yeah. But, you know, if like... My wizard girl like catches an AOO. She basically just dies. <laughs> it's like, oh, she took thirty four damage. I'm like, well, she only has forty four hit points. Mm-hmm. Like, she's level eleven. And she sucks. <laughs> Being arcane trickster makes you a squishy McSquisherson. It is pretty squishy. Yeah, she does work in my group though. She does great. Yeah, the fact that she can just lob zero level spells For and be attack. like sixty damage. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> I mean, so strong. It's pretty good, and she can still hold her own in a melee for a little while. Sure, but um, I guess some of the builds I was looking at because I found all those mods mm-hmm. and I was meaning to install those, but I haven't yet. Um, looking at builds people created for the different characters are just fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. They're so like gamey, uh, which I yeah. get. I mean, I get it. Like if you're going for advantage, then sure. Yeah, that's part of Pathfinder. Yeah. Well, but this is even like worse. Mm-hmm. So they're like, it's making a character that like follows no clear concept sure. except like the end outcome. Ah, yes. So you're not that until this level or yep. this level, and it's like, well, you're not gonna. It's gonna be really hard <laughs> until then. But um, almost everything is unarmored. Really, and they put like two levels in monk for uh, crane stance and just the wisdom bonus to AC. Yeah, yeah. And then other stuff that stacks with that because mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of the. In the code, a lot of the stuff's unnamed bonuses. Oh, okay, sure. So they just all stack with each other. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I tried to make a monk, and I, it, it's weird because I can't figure out how to do some things. Like what? Like, attack with dex. Oh, because there's no option, and it's not automatic. No. Huh. So like, there's an amulet that lets you do it because it's the agile trait. Yeah. There's like a amulet of agile fist which says, "Oh, hey, like you attack with your decks." Yep. So, if you make a dex build, I don't think you get to really use it until you get one of those amulets. Makes sense. Which is weird, even yeah. if you get weapon finesse. Sure, that's really weird. Because weapon finesse is really specific in its description in the game. Oh, it's, it's only for certain weapons. Just light weapons. It yeah yeah, and unarmed is not light. It's its own thing. Yeah. So it's hmm. kind of weird. That is very strange. I was going to make a crane monk because mm-hmm. I was. I'm like, this could be fun. Sure. In the I got the DLC a while ago, so it's like the vanishing. No, uh, the Varnhold story. Yeah. Because you play it separately. 
Oh. You make a group. You make a character. You uh-huh. start at level five. You can make your other party members, or there's some they give you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you and Magar Varn mm-hmm. and his wizard and you guys. Yeah. It's you and two other guys, three other guys, and those guys. And then you do something. That's really cool. And then if you finish that, when you get your game up to that point, mm-hmm. they cross over. Sure. Yeah. That's pretty clever. I yeah. like that. It's cool. What happens if you die? You, I mean, you load. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you have to continue to that point? Yeah. Okay. And then you find out what happens, which is everyone gets cyclops, I guess. Yeah, yeah. more or less. If I recall. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> um, what sucked, though, is I made a monk, mm-hmm. and I'm like, cool, like, this doesn't work, so I need to make another one. But I was curious to see what else was there before I, like, rolled in. And then they give you a couple guys. You can make characters, or they give you two. Mm-hmm. And one is a cleric of Arastil with an animal companion. Sure. Which is cool. Yeah. Which is a good idea. It is. Um, one is a crane monk. So I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> and it's like a halfling crane monk. And oh, I'm like, well, I already, fuck, fuck. And sure. like, you can't, once you get them, it doesn't let you ah, not get them. That sucks. So I'm like, fuck. Double monked. <laughs> so, so I'm like, all right, erase that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'll do this again some sure. other time. But um, I want to install all of those mods. Yeah. And then start fucking around in that storyline. Because mm-hmm. I'm not rehashing shit I've already done. And I can hopefully enjoy it. You know, as a side thing. Hopefully. That would be ideal. Yeah. Plus, like, just the fact that a lot of those bundles have more portraits. Super good. Because so weird that there's only, like, 20. Yeah, they were so limited initially. Yeah. It was shockingly limited. It was, like, two per class combo? Maybe. Or race combo? Like, maybe. Yeah. And then, like, they were very explicit, though. Like, two of the human ones. There was a bunch of human ones. Mm -hmm. But one of them is obviously an arcane archer. Sure. Which isn't even in Pathfinder. Perfect. So, I guess he's a rogue, maybe? Maybe. Maybe he's an arcane trickster. Well, you can Eldritch Knight with a ranged weapon, right? Yes. You can Eldritch Knight with a ranged weapon. I guess it would have to be that. But yeah, like, even my portrait, there were, as a half-orc fighter... There's the the guy who's your your regent or whatever. Yeah, there's that guy who doesn't look menacing. who's going nuts. And the girl who looks crazy awesome. So, my portrait is the girl, even though, like, I'm the dude. But it still fits. Like, yeah, perfectly. Oh, actually, there's one more because that's the one that I picked. Mm-hmm. It's the one that looks like a rogue. Oh with yeah, a, with a ponytail. Definitely not. I did that one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was just shocking how limited they were, especially coming from you know classic Baldur's Gate where it's yeah like ten per race, and even Baldur's Gate didn't have enough, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the interesting thing. Yep. Also, it wasn't a full body thing like it is in this one. True, which is which changes things. It can yeah. be a little more obtuse if it's only a tor- like a headshot. True. But um, but you can, I think you can um, just jam JPEGs into their folder. You can. There's a portrait folder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's something I always told myself I was going to do. Me but too. after I made that first character, yeah. it's like, no, nah, I'm actually good with this one. I'll yeah. just stick with, it, with this and it yeah. fits what I'm going for. Well, after restarting with my Ranger, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, like, I'm going to stick with this fucking sure. Ranger and see how it goes. But then the fact that, like, my build is also one of the companions you can get yeah. makes it yeah. less cool. It does. But they added some cool stuff in the official DLC, like the Kineticist class. Yeah. Which the, is complicated. The story for that one, like the NPC for it, Briggs was telling me a ton about her. She's cool. Really interesting. Kaliki and... and Kasari or something. Yeah, her sister. Yeah. Like a sister. It's kind yeah. of... It's, it's a very cool story. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And they're they're neat. 
Yeah, um, really strong. Turns out they're okay. Yeah, it, it's it, they're complicated, mm-hmm. and that, that's the thing. Like you get them at level whatever level you are, yeah. and then you're like, well, I don't really understand how this class plays. <laughs> so, and it needs it's a micromanaged class. Yeah, like it'd be better if it was you if you were that totally because then you get it one to whatever. Yep, and they'd be easily able to switch between the hot and cold. Yeah, the fire and ice, as it were. Right. Well, for her, or you have water. to you have to talk to her yeah. to switch. Which is kind of weird. It's a weird. Well, actually, when you take her, you can't switch it. You oh, can really? only switch in town. Oh, oh, okay. So they're in the inventory screen. Yeah. They're two distinct people. Ah, um, okay. Which is weird because you have to equip them separately. That sucks. Which is annoying. Yep. Yeah, but um, I think you just choose one that you like more. They also have different stats. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, it's pretty neat. There's that. They added tieflings mm-hmm. in one of the updates. Um. In like the real one, but yeah, and yeah. then there's there's one mod I was telling you about that's actually like got the blessing of Owlcat mm-hmm. that adds like a bunch of nature spells and like some stuff that they left out, and they're like, yeah, this is really good. Like, you want to put this in the game? Like, this gets our that's awesome thumbs up. That's yeah. really cool that they would do that, and that adds a couple classes as well, mm-hmm. if I recall. Ah man, I fucking ah, am I gonna have to restart it? I wouldn't. Well. Just do the Varnhold thing. Sure, sure. I think it's like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. unless you want to rehash the thing and then also quit at the same place. Cause, <laughs> I, like, I just want to get through that stupid disintegrate portion of the dungeon. Maybe I'll just crank it down to easy for that part. Yeah. And just be like, fuck it. Like, I don't, I, I don't feel bad about that mm-hmm. because it's not giving me another way to do it like i I feel like coming if you're not coming into that knowing exactly what's there Mm -hmm. you're not gonna make it and even then you're still at the mercy of roles yep right so always it's also hard so it's hard to to game for advantage like you would in actual tabletop when Mm -hmm. you're working with other people yes so you're like hey like i'm gonna tell you guys everything to do and then you're like as soon as they do that if you're not micromanaging every one of their actions like we'll see what happens yep so it's it's kind of rough but tangentially related, sure. We both played a demo recently for a fifth edition game called Solasta. Yeah, it's something Crown of, Solasta. of the Magister. That's what it is. So there's a Kickstarter going for this game presently. Solasta. Solasta. It's like a like a sleeping drug. It does sound like something that would make you sleep, or Solasta. or maybe do something about psoriasis. Crown of the psoriasis king. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe bowel irritable bowel syndrome. Oh my god! Solasta provides solace for your bowels. Yeah, sure, I could see that. Mm-hmm. So we've been playing Solasta a bit. Uh, this is basically a four-person dungeon crawler, uh, XCOM style, where it's uh, third person, sort of looking down on your party. Uh, it's a really interesting look into fifth edition through these combat mechanics. And the in it just. To be clear, it has 5th edition mechanics mm-hmm. um, pretty much to a T. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's not an authorized product of 5th edition. Maybe not. Which is interesting. Suspect. Because there are some... I feel like a lot of this stuff is covered under the halo of fantasy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, this is like what a rogue does. And you're like, this is what a cleric does. Sure. And you're like, these are literally the exact same things. Absolutely. They the use only... the same gods, too. So, Do they? Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe it is, then. Cause... It's a battle cleric. That you get um, the dwarf. Yeah. It's a battle cleric that also knows arcane magic. 
which is pretty curious. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure her deity is one of the uh, fifth edition gods. Oh, well, maybe it isn't. Maybe it is then. I hope it is because it's a really solid title. Like, it's yeah, surprisingly well put together. Like even the conversation systems, it allows you to have sort of the speech bubble interact a la mass effect uh-huh. but each of your different characters has their own little quirks so like your rogue might be the deception guy whereas your fighter might be dipl- diplomatic somebody else might be in the intimidator right and once you get to a point where this any of these things can come up in conversation you can click on either of them to give that response and attempt their own check yeah to see if that it succeeds or not right and it's just a super easy and simple way to display it while still keeping like character individuality totally which i was not expecting to find in a game like this yeah there's just a lot of stuff that's super good quality of life improvements Mm -hmm. particularly for moving your full group since everything's on a grid, yeah. you can select your whole party, and they'll move in the little two-by-two two grid. And it just auto-moves you to specific locations on the map. Yeah. And they'll always stay in position. You never really misclick, which is really cool. Well, because it's not turn-based until you get into combat. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, you can go exactly where you want to go. Usually. And, I, I will say I had some issues with the camera mm-hmm. motion. The camera is sketchy and that made me you... click all over the fucking place yeah. on accident yeah. but that's because they're betaing they're yeah. testing a new camera system and it doesn't really work yeah when you get into multi-layers up and down like deep in that cave yeah. section it's just bouncing all over yeah. the place like a rubber band it has a really hard time it does and then the with the follow camera like if you are idle for two seconds it mm-hmm. snaps back to your party oh so i turn that off like right away sure. i'm like i need to look at stuff yep and not have it going <laughs> like back to my party <laughs> like crazy mm-hmm. um otherwise though it feels good it I does mean, like the combat feels good mm-hmm. the everyone's role is very explicit yep. and it's definitely a tabletop analog i mean totally. I, I feel like it's the closest thing to an actual tabletop experience yeah. in, in a game that I've seen so far. Which has been totally shocking for a game that just sort of showed up on Kickstarter yeah. and provided a demo. Like, I was not expecting this level of quality. It's yeah. ideal. Agreed. And then, like, you know, additionally, they're going to make the game anyway. So the Kickstarter is to add more features. Yeah. So, so that's kind of neat, too. Yeah. And, and I've been watching it on Steam for a while. Mm-hmm. Um I think before the Kickstarter even came out, sure. and then I'm like, oh, like this is what this is. Yep. Because the I don't feel like the Steam page was very uh, explicit. Okay. Yeah. But some of the other cool things about it is like fifth edition is not that simple. Like you have move actions, you got your full action, you have your they do bonus actions and reactions, yeah. and they hash it out so cleanly and efficiently with whatever it is you're doing. Because at the bottom of a character's screen during their turn in combat, they'll have a box that's like move actions or bonus action or standard action or whatever it is that you need to do at that time and you can just click the item in there and perform that action Mm -hmm. and then as soon as your reaction is triggered like uh, attacks of opportunity for your fighter if something comes into your throat engine and leaves you have the option it's like hey this thing's about to happen do you want to accept this reaction and you know spend it or do you want to just skip it and let it ride and yeah, it's and, super simple and very clean and efficient. Yeah, and then and the nice thing is like for the cleric in particular because it's a battle cleric, mm-hmm. like one of their thing <clears throat> one of their things is when you hit, you can as a reaction activate an ability to do more damage. Yeah. And it's like so it's kind of annoying that every time you hit it comes up, mm-hmm. but it's also way better than missing it. Totally. And um this same thing with the rogue's bonus move. Yep. Like so good it is. for one thing. But like 
honestly, if you are interested in playing fifth edition and haven't played it before, like give this a spin Absolutely. and it'll give you such a good foundation for playing the actual game yep. in a tabletop scenario. Yep. It's like the only time I've seen something like that. Yeah. It's like a pinnacle of what it could be. Yeah. And it's shocking. Yeah. Like even when you start a combat you can go interact with items on the battlefield. It's like you can push that yeah. stone over onto one of the orcs down below and totally. Hey, this is cool. It's something the fighter can do. It's something that is beneficial in combat mm-hmm. and it's something you definitely try to do in a pen and paper game. Yeah, and then also like later the whole um light sensitivity thing that comes yeah. up with like the big spiders. Definitely. And I, I died a million times right there. I had a really <laughs> hard time because you're just supposed to run and I'm like, I'm gonna fight some of these. Oh, guys. I fought all of them. But just because I had four lights, I had two lights cast on weapons and then two torches out. Yeah. So half of them would only try to engage me. But every time they came in to engage, they'd like move, attack, and then try to run away. Oh, so you just get AOS like crazy. Exactly. So it was... Well, because they have disadvantage. Like, they do. That's what they get for being in light. Yes. Yeah. So it's... They also try to stay away from it physically, which right. is why they were triggering so many AOS. Yeah. So it's like stuff that you would expect to be in the pen and paper game but usually the dm doesn't do that they don't play like monster mentality they just say okay we're attacking they're attacking again they're attacking again this they actually play through to the script of the spiders on what they would do yeah which was good totally um i think some stuff could be obviously more explicit like Mm -hmm. um reach yes and things like that that's a little tough um, but like overall, mm-hmm. super, super good. Also the finished product, you make all your own characters. Oh my God. Um, so they're not going to be these guys sure. necessarily. I and was kind of worried about that. Yeah. But. Well, and then it looks like how the characters are made when you look at their status screen mm-hmm. is class, background, race, and then racial subtype. That's cool. So you kind of, you get all the same bits and bobs that you would in fifth ed. Oh man. I'm so excited for that. And then that helps. And you determine their personality there as well yeah i assume um, you pick a voice probably yeah. yeah since they're all voiced currently yeah they have to be yeah. yeah um so it looks like it's gonna have some some promise for yeah sure this is one i'm certainly excited for they're only doing four classes right now to start mm-hmm. but hopefully if the kickstarter does well they'll add some more because right now it's just four classes with three archetypes each that's not too bad no but it's very it's basic. not yeah it's not what you'd expect from fifth it's just fighter rogue cleric yeah. wizard yeah i mean that's it the basically. classic party yeah the classic fantasy party <laughs> the but first like, edition right one thing that was interesting was like the ever a lot of them have subclasses mm-hmm. right or, or not not subclasses archetypes yep so like the fighter is like a mountaineer or something mm-hmm. which basically means not what it says it's just like a weird <laughs> translation it means he's fight, good at fighting in dungeons oh perfect but um <laughs> there's also going to be like an archer and uh-huh. they're going to have all that stuff sure but i think like adding ranger or druid or something would probably add a lot definitely to the flow because i mean even the spell effects that they currently have in they're solid yeah and even when like magic missile Super your good. basic caster gets four targets you cast the spell you just click on the four targets yeah that's it missile one of four who do you want to hit okay cool next you want to hit the same guy four times yeah yeah just it's such a simple ui and it's something that you don't usually get to do like in Baldur's gate you can't split your magic missiles up no so this is just a super quick and easy way to make make it work in the way that the fantasy of tabletop DD makes it work yeah totally so ah, it's beautiful yeah it's great yeah so if you Um, want to check that out solasta crown of the magister yeah looks good it does Super excited. Super pretty, too. It is. 
shockingly good. Other than the camera issues, I think it's basically like fine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Excited for that one. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Blasphemous. Right. Blasphemous. Talked about that two weeks ago mm-hmm. on the last episode. Uh, I finished it. That okay. was cool. Uh, the game is gorgeous. So it's a side scroller Metroidvania. Yeah. In the classic sense. Uh, it's the easiest descriptor combination that I'm finding for it is. It's Hollow Knight plus Dark Souls. And by that, I mean, take the Dark Souls style of deliberate, in quotes, combat. Okay. It's like, hey, I'm going to parry. I'm going to roll. All my attacks are very intentional at the specific time that I want them to happen. That's what I mean by deliberate in this sense. Um, It's not as clean a combat system as Hollow Knight. Because Hollow Knight is really easy to jump around, get where you need to go, bounce off of targets, you know, and pretty much stay in motion at all times yeah this one is not that way it's very much more dark souls e but the game itself uh you wake up in a giant pile of corpses who like you do yeah of course yeah uh you have a giant spiked uh, thorn surrounded crown thing yeah. that's just a giant weird helmet a weird mask yeah thing everyone else around you is having one of those masks equipped but is also naked and it's very strange but as you progress through, you fight your first boss almost immediately. Same thing as Dark Souls, where you just jump in and you fight the you know, prison the, demon the tough, or whatever he is. The Pisco demon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Joe Pesci. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> He's coming back for a movie. No. Yeah. It must be like a thousand. With, um, what's his face? De Niro. Sure, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Excited for that one, too. But Home Alone 4. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You work for us now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, you kill the first boss, and you fill up your mask with his blood that's leaking out of his chest. With the boss's blood. The boss's blood. And then you just put it on your head. And so you get drenched in the boss's blood. Why would you do that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know why it happened, but it sets the tone for the whole game. Okay. So you are just some... Blood man. Some unknown, maybe zealot of some religion... But the entire world is just blanketed in basically um, Dark Ages style Christian mythology. Like everything is evil, everything has sin, everything is guilt, nothing is good, everything is shit. Sure. Like the world is terrible. So real life. There's demons everywhere. Yeah. And you're not quite sure what's going on, but you're clearly part of this religion. Everything in the world is almost doubled down in the religious metaphors like sometimes in games you will find that there's just like allusions to certain things yeah this one's overt totally overt Uh like even the upgrade locations are mea culpa shrines so it's just like you know everything is religious yeah um it's really well done their mythology is dark and enough to real life like that dark catholicism that Uh used to exist with all the flagellants and people you know used to raking their skin yeah used to yeah right or in the dan brown movies and books oh well yeah they still exist i mean i'm sure it's somewhere yeah but i mean they take that but then they they mix it with like a tree mythos like almost druidic like yeah but like a like a dark druidic oh and um yeah that's all i'll go into in the re- that's kind of oh, that's just a what lot you of figure out over the course of the game. Yeah, like within the first twenty minutes, you find your first allusion to it. Ah, but the more you pay attention, the more you can put together what this religion actually is. And there's two endings. One of them, you know, the good ending. One of them's the bad ending. Right. 
But uh, yeah, so you go through this whole world, and it's a beautiful Metroidvania game. The story is really solid and very uh, mysterious. Okay. Same thing as Dark Souls, but they explain more than Dark Souls does, That's which nice. is nice. It's full of little um, collectibles, which are like pieces of saints. So it's like the scapula sure. of Frank, the shoemaker. Frank? And then, sure. I just made it up. Oh. Uh, but scapula is real. It's all just like tibia. Weird or, bones. Yeah. Yeah. Weird bones. That's the pretty deacon. standard uh, Catholic totally. saint stuff. But you can go into the lore section in your collectibles, and it'll give you a brief description of who this guy was and why he's remembered. Oh. It doesn't tell you why he's like dignified as a holy state, but you can put him in, in like your collectibles box. There's like a little place under the main uh, main village where it's just a bunch of... Uh, it's basically a trophy room where you just stick all these people's bones inside. Oh, dope. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you run around, you collect a bunch of things, you uh, free little cherub angels, and you get cool stuff for doing that. And you fight a bunch of really, really pretty, in a disturbing way, bosses. Sure. Like, the first boss in the demo is like a demon, or like a goat skull demon, sort of um, laying across this big statue of just this lady that's trying to, like, resurrect him. It looks like he's she's crying over his body. Uh-huh. He is just full of, like, the nails that they hammered into jesus's you know arms and legs nails the big ones okay the big fucking nails all pretty alleged. like railroad spikes allegedly sure but symbolically sure they look like big railroad spikes but they're just all over his body yeah and so he's the first boss in the demo he gets up and tears off the statue's head and looks at you menacingly and Grr. yeah then you go to battle <laughs> oh, 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 oh he's like barking <laughs> at you like i'm very confused one of the other um <laughs> there's so many cool bosses but one of them is this blindfolded baby right the from the trailer yeah i didn't get him to tear me apart but there's more parts to that battle sure like he's crying blood but there's somebody in the shadows behind the giant baby like holding him up and moving him around the stage that's weird and there's also some like a lady's face with a snake skeleton snake skeleton yeah it's like a snake skeleton but with a lady face uh-huh and she is flying around the stage at the same time trying to stab you with like a scorpion like tail and okay yeah it's intense sure really intense but there's a lot of great monster design like even some of the basic monsters um go back to like spain and you'll run into this mountainous zone, and there's this guy with, like, a bullhead stapled to his body, like, as a helmet. Yeah. And out of his back are sprouting all of these, like, javelins, like they use in the bullfighting rings. Okay. And so it's clear that he is down here suffering punishments because he was a bullfighter, and oh. he is part of what he caused. Like, sure. all this pain of throwing javelins into himself. So, like... You can find a lot of really cool monster design that has story behind it uh-huh. without overtly telling you and it's just like a beautifully crafted world yeah and the music is phenomenal Mm. like it's excellent really really strong stuff it's like what you'd expect from like tristram and the old school diablo oh geez yeah but with a little um a little more fluff yeah a little more fluff to it because it's been 20 years yes (laughs) but uh it's super good um the ending i got the bad ending first of course always which um is really cool like i really enjoyed what they did for it it's just a a beautiful set piece and yeah they just they let it happen i don't want to spoil it okay but it's it's really cool uh the good ending uh you kind of have to look up stuff 
to oh. try to figure out how to get it because it's pretty complicated sure. in Metroidvania. Yeah. Like, I think I've only finished 80% out of 100% oh. of the collectibles and like stuff. Like, the good ending isn't, like, do it again upside down? No, the good ending is you have to find an item that's innocuous. You have to equip it, die a bunch until that item changes. Oh. And then take that and wear it and go destroy the things that you used to that used to cleanse you of your guilt. The heal the Healy shrines? They don't heal you. Oh. It's a separate thing. That oh. um, Basically, whenever you die and you don't retrieve your corpse, uh, you gain guilt. And that sure. lowers your maximum fervor, which is your mana bar. Okay. So you are less able to cast spells, which are pretty fucking strong in this game. Yeah. Uh, so you have to destroy those shrines that purge you of said guilt and do like a um, like a challenge encounter. Uh-huh. Like it'll take you to a separate little world and sure. you'll have to do something special. You have to destroy all of those throughout the world and then go complete the final boss. And then you get the good ending. Oh. But the good ending was less interesting. Sure. In my opinion. It continues into what like the religious mythos are, but it also tries to set up for a sequel mm. in an interesting fashion, I think. But overall, it just wasn't as evocative as uh, the bad ending was. Sure, yeah. But yeah, huh. super good game. It's like 20 bucks on Steam or PlayStation or Switch. It's on all of those systems now. Yeah. Uh, highly suggested. It's really strong. If you're looking for a dark storytelling experience, I yeah, highly recommended. Yeah. Sounds dope. It's really good. Are there different weapons and gear and stuff? So there's one weapon. It's just your sword. Uh, your sword is special. Oh, so the very start of the game, right when you hit new game, or pilgrimage, it's called. There's no new game. It's just called pilgrimage because they double down on all mythos. Yeah. Uh, Is this lady speaking, and she's like, purge me of my guilt. And it flashes between these hand-drawn animations of her and a black screen and thuds. And then you finally look at what she's doing, and she has a statue in her hand of what's basically a Jesus figure, but he's wrapped around a tree. Uh-huh. So like his arms and his legs are sticking behind him, you know, behind. And the base of the statue is just a big fuck off square. Like you'd see, you know, at the bottom of yeah. anything that's on a stand. Sure. And she's jamming. The st- sure. And she's jamming the stand into her chest as she's making these prayers to like, she's saying like purge me or amplify my guilt or something along oh. those lines. And she keeps doing that. But then eventually it, burst through her chest and sticks into her heart and there's blood all over the screen it's super intense but then as she leans back she transforms into stone Mm. and the statue turns into a sword of thorns that's just growing out of her chest your weapon is that sword oh okay so your character pulls the sword out of her chest and then you begin your journey and yeah so that's your weapon weird uh what you gain as far as different abilities are from those mea culpa shrines Uh uh-huh there's seven or eight of them in the world um as you kill things you get um what's that nothing oh as you kill things you gain a resource it's called like faith or something basically souls uh from dark souls (laughs) sure uh you can take them to a mea culpa shrine and you basically have a talent tree uh there's four or five different you know straight down lines that you can go for each of them give you a different ability, like downward stab. So oh, okay. when you're in the air, you can hold it, and then you'll do a downward stab. Uh, the dash button, which yeah. is basically your dodge. Right. You can also hit square at the end of that to do an attack. Oh. So it'll do like a dash attack, 
which is super fucking strong. Probably the best skill in the game. Well, because you're in your invulnerable frames too, right? Yeah, you you have very few invulnerable frames during it, but also uh, hitboxes are very precise in the game, which is nice. Because usually, um, like those javelin guys, for example, they throw it pretty low, that javelin. So if you're standing, it's going to hit you. But if you attempt to get through it, either by dodging, you'll slide under it, or just by ducking. Like, yeah. you'll get under it, too. Oh, okay. And ducking is not something that you traditionally do in these style of games. Right. So it's nice to have that be a viable combat maneuver. It is in Castlevania. It is. Yeah. But even then, it's like... Yeah, it's not as useful there as it is sure. here. Okay. Uh, like, even flamethrower dudes. There's this weird, tall guy that just breathes fire like Dalsim every so often. Okay. But it comes down at an angle. Yeah. So if you're close within sword range and you're hitting him, you, you can duck him. under it. So there's a bunch of stuff like that that were pleasant surprises during, like, heated combat moments. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, I ducked on accident. <gasps> I didn't take damage. Sure. Oh, this is perfect. And then continue my combo. But, yeah, as you get mea couple shrines, you can, um, your tier allows you to get further down. So, like, if you only have one, you can only unlock the first tier of talents. Okay. Once you get two, then it unlocks the next, and so on and so forth. The ultimate ability is unlocked at tier eight seven whichever the final one is but there's only one skill there yeah each of your skills um you know they're all tied together so they change something and something. there's only one path for each there's not like yeah there's just options. five paths okay so yeah you get those but then you also have a rosary uh bracelet or necklace or whatever it is rosary yeah. beads and you start out with two slots in your rosary are we gonna get catted uh, maybe <laughs> we'll see what happens so you can find uh, collectibles. So you can find these uh, little items that you can socket as rosary beads. Uh, like the first one you get is a dove skull. You find like it, a charm bracelet, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. And it increases your defense by you know a small amount. Okay. As you progress through so the So this game, is the itemization. Yes. Well, one of more pieces. There's also other things called oh. relics. But these ones you can socket in. They do different things. Uh, give you like resistances to elemental damage. You know, standard stuff standard you'd stuff, expect. Yeah. Some of them uh, allow you to dash more often or dash longer. Oh, huh. You know, that kind of stuff. Does that, like, recharge? There's, like, a visible recharge on dash? Uh, it's, like, a two-second cooldown, but with the item equipped, it's a one-second cooldown. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty effective. I use that for most of the game. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. But you can find rosary rope, which you have to find somebody to actually, that knows how to weave rosary beads, uh, rosary ropes, because of a very interesting story mechanic. Okay. So if you read the story attached to the rosary ropes, it's like there's one collectible that is like the tibia of the lady that, you know, wove these things. And she was the one that became blessed for making these rosary beads. Okay. Or rosary ropes. Yeah. Everyone else that made rosary ropes or anyone that was caught having a forged rosary rope not made by her was burned at the stake. Reasonable just fucking outright dead it makes sense and so she became like the saint of making these rosaries because someone decided she did it best yeah, yes okay 100 completely arbitrary so you have to find her and she is in a very interesting form so you take the rope to her and she can sew it back together for you and give you more slots up oh, okay. to six sure so eventually you can have six rosaries equipped but you also have relics and the relics are things that you socket into your sword blade okay so there's a very early allusion to as you use the sword, more thorns will grow into it yeah. and hurt you, and but your blood will fuel the weapon. So it's okay. very um, give-take. The relics are the same way, where you can equip it, 
and they will give you a bonus, but it will penalize you in some other way. Like lower your HP total or something? Something like that, yeah. Like, oh, you can't use, you know, bile flasks, which are, you know, the HP regeneration. Okay. Uh, but your damage is increased, and you gain more of the uh, souls or whatever they call it in this. Risk-reward, yeah. Exactly. So there's a bunch of those that you can socket in as well, huh. which change your gameplay style. So those are the ways that you get to customize your character. That's cool. Yeah. And there's also a parry mechanic. I don't think I touched on this at all. But you have a block. If you time the block correctly, you can get a parry in or a repost. And if you're a post, you can hit somebody real fucking hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's necessary for certain monsters or boss encounters. Sure. Just because it's... Because they have, like, perfect guard otherwise or something. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes that will happen. Uh, but you can also, when you perfect guard them, you can knock them into a vulnerable state. Okay. Sort of like Doom. When, uh, when they start flashing orange. Like nine times? Yes, yeah. exactly. So you can um, execute these people, and when you block repost, you can knock them into a weird state, execute them in a very super visually disturbing way, of I'm course. Sure. yeah. Uh, it's unique based on the monster type. But it gives you a bonus to the amount of souls you gather and to the fervor, so it actually okay. refills your mana as you do it. So yeah, there's a bunch of really cool stuff within the game. Yeah. And, um, I found myself forgetting about certain mechanics and then once i re-remembered yeah, how to use how them how useful it was yes yeah so yeah it's super fun huh if you're a fan of metroidvanias out there highly suggest blasphemous it's really good if you can stomach religious tonals within your games sure and just super violence yeah hyper violence is pretty much all yeah. over the place <laughs> graphic yeah. graphic violence yeah very much so very um, off-putting the art style sure is. that's cool i mean it's very. gothic Yes. I guess that's probably the best way to describe it, right? It's, yep. it's gothic, medieval gothic horror. The darkest gothic. Well, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, looking at the the art from that time, mm-hmm. it's super graphic. They just weren't good at drawing it then. Sometimes, yeah. But even their their images that were painted by you know very important people was a bunch of demons like poking the fuck out of people. Oh, and sure. Just piles of bodies. So yeah. Very much that. Just the level of detail wasn't there. Yes. Because we had to figure that out later. True. Which is so weird to me still. Perspective is a weird thing. Super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's interesting. Like um, Code Vein has a similar kind of mechanic mm-hmm. where your your back attack is like your special attack and sure. it's dependent on your armor. Uh, but that's how you get like blood points back and mm-hmm. that's how you use spells. Uh, I see. So it's kind of a similar yep. mechanic. And that actually comes out next week. Ooh. I might check that that's out. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh, one other thing. Uh, the main thing I disliked about this game. Okay. That's probably a good Yeah. Thing. I should throw those in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the game has bonfires. Same thing as Dark Souls. Actual they're, bonfires? They're not actual bonfires. They're blood like... fountains? Uh, no. Uh, they're like uh, little shrines, and you light the candles on them. Okay. So there's a bunch of candles. Wow. Basically a bonfire. Yeah. Uh, whenever you die, you respawn at the bonfire. You gain guilt, and you have to go find your guilty soul. Sure. Which is wherever you died, you have a thing that you can use. One, Actually, two things I didn't like. One thing related to the guilty soul thing. Yeah. Uh, if you ever land on spikes, you die instantly, which makes... It's like old school Mega Man. Yeah, or like you jump a, um, Prince of Persia. Correct. Yeah. But there's <clears throat> some uh, platforms, not platforms, some pixels within spikes where you can sometimes safely land. What? Yeah. And if you try to jump, you'll just die immediately. Oh, just it's, because it's, a, it's like a It's glitch. a bug, yeah. yeah. But uh, the way that the soul, you know, your guilty soul works. It'll stay down there? Yeah. That it just sucks. picks the nearest place that is a stable position. Which might not be a real correct. place. And sometimes you just can't get to that's them. That's stupid. So that's one part I dislike. Related to that, the other part that I disliked was 
after playing um, Hollow Knight, yeah, spikes and forever falls. They don't kill you in Hollow Knight. They okay. take down like a quarter of your health and restart you at the start of that zone. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. It's a little rewind. Exactly. With a penalty. Yes. Yeah. I love that yeah. so much. Well, and because coming... otherwise, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of blind falls. Yes. And you're like, oh, I fucking just did it in the wrong place. Yep. So Yep. Yeah. 100%. Gotcha. And this game does not do that. I found myself dreading those yeah. moments where it's like oh my god there's just a room full of spikes <laughs> i wish they used the hollow knight sun yeah system. so like you found a good quality of life thing in hollow knight yep and it's ruined you for other games correct yeah so yeah those two things were the main detractors totally but it was not nearly enough to prevent me from loving this game that's funny it's really strong yeah cool yeah sounds neat yeah aside from that i just started playing katana zero upon friend of the show max's recommendation yeah Oh, yep. Max. It's on uh, Switch for 15 bucks. Might yeah. be on other platforms. It's been out for PC for a while. Yeah. Um, I read it on Polygon when it came out, mm-hmm. and people seemed to like it. Yeah. So the premise is you play like as a samurai slash ninja shinobi guy in, in a... Present time. Well, well, in a cyberpunk world yeah. with uh, synthwave music over the top of it. Which is what could be better. I agree. Yeah. Everything's super neon. Uh, the way the gameplay works is you go into an area, and this is your character's mental projection of the area. You run through. uh, Everything is a one-shot kill. It's a side-scroller. So you're projecting your attempted assault into this location. You need to jump around, kill everybody as quick as you can, and get to the next zone. After you accomplish that in your planning phase, then you get to watch your character on a cctv system actually go ahead and do this which is awesome it's pretty what a what a great idea yeah yeah it's basically like hotline miami but you know 2d side scroller cyberpunk samurai showdown right and uh all of those it's pretty fucking sweet so as you're getting ready to do this at the start of every level your character puts in his earbuds triggers some uh, synthwave music shows you who's playing and whose song it is which is kind of a good touch yeah and you just run through and wholesale murder all these people and the satisfaction that you can get from successfully completing the level in a super epic way yeah. is really cool. Well, because then you get to watch it, which you is the, the coolest part. Yeah. But the storyline, I found myself being grabbed by it very quickly. Yeah. Because you are just this weird samurai dude who is in this dumpy, dumpy, dumpy apartment. <laughs> and you see your neighbors, and they're always sitting there partying. You you go to sleep every night like on the couch watching the television about the news of whatever assassination whatever you bullshit. just did. Oh, okay. But as soon as you start the game, it's like, front of the screen, 10 days remaining. Super epic. And it's like, 10 days for what? What's happening? And then you go into your psychiatrist's office, and the psychiatrist is like, oh, I've got your medicine, but let's talk for a few minutes first. Based on your actions and your your, uh, responses to his questions, he'll tell you whether or not you were exceptionally, like, well um, forthcoming with your information. Okay. Or if you were you know middle of the road or if you were just kind of a dick and not cooperative i assume based on your reactions he will give you different dosages of your medicine okay which causes you to like sort of tweak out for a moment and sort of have time dilation issues oh uh but your character is then given a dossier from this guy about who you're going to go murder next oh okay he's your handler so he's your handler and your psychiatrist and your medical advisor great but each night after you have an assassination mission you have a very strange dream of some some murder that occurs. But based on your responses to your psychiatrist, 
he will interject points of your dream. So the next time you see it, yeah, like he'll, somebody will run inside in the dream. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I couldn't tell who it was. Or I think it was a scientist. If you're like, I think it was a scientist, he's now a scientist in your dream. Oh, weird. So there's so some you're like sort putting of, together like some yes, probably the last thing or whatever. Probably. Yeah. Because you have memory loss. So it's probably something that happened. But what is it? Sure. There's going to be some sort of really cool twist that I can't wait to see. That's neat. Yeah. Hopefully it comes out in a way that is good. I hope so, too. Because <laughs> like, I think... I already want to play it twice and sure. take the other See if angle. It's different, yeah. Because yeah. like, there's one boss where he's like, "Do not, under any circumstances, talk to this person. He is incredibly manipulative, very charismatic. Also, the text, the text conveys emotion. Uh-huh. So, like, if the text is light blue, it's generally like positive, very heartfelt and thought provoking, or just very um, non-confrontational. Sure. If it's orange, it's nice. middling. Yeah. If it's red, it, they're usually yelling at you. But sometimes you'll have um, moments of extreme happiness, and it's like wavy rainbow text. Oh, yeah. At least as far as I can tell so far. Huh. Some of the cool stuff is you can interrupt conversations. Like, for example, with that guy that they said not to kill or not to talk to. Not to to talk to. You can immediately interrupt him and just kill him outright, and his text bubble just sort of shatters and explodes all over the screen. That's cool. So the text is very um, evocative of the tone. Which hasn't really occurred in too many games that I can recall. Yeah. Since there's no VO or anything like that. It's very um, upfront and in your face. Yeah. But you also get phone calls at the beginning of each mission from your handler to sort of remind you of what to do. But there's a point at the beginning of each call where it's a red zone. And then after the red zone, it continues into your responses. But during that red zone, you can usually just hang up. So you can just like shut down your... Oh, okay. So I really want to find out what this alternate pathway would be if you just disrespect your handler the whole time and just see what happens yeah huh but yeah it seems pretty short i'm assuming that there's only 10 missions for 10 days that would make sense so yeah super interesting very curious genre mixing just as far as samurai cyberpunk synthwave and uh those kind of all go together they go together very well in this game yeah i mean that's like a cyberpunk trope yeah it's true yeah yeah but not as far as games I've played. No, but more of like a tabletop. Yeah, tabletop for sure. Yeah. One yeah. Second. Been playing that one, and it's quite enjoyable. It sounds neat. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, Little Misfortune is out. I talked oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I saw it on Steam. Yeah. I haven't played it yet, but some people are complaining that it's only like an hour to two hours. What? Yeah, with a, more than one person saying that there's only 20 minutes of actual gameplay. That being said, they're saying that the storyline is fantastic and they really enjoy the experience. Yeah. But it's not worth the $20 price tag currently because it's so short and because there's so little game. That's like super not an okay amount of game. It's very strange, but I'm still. For 10 bucks, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Most of the people are saying it's mostly positive. Wait for a sale. Sure. So that's the general consensus. Um, Aside from that, watch the R. Kelly documentary, which you haven't seen yet. It's called Surviving R. Kelly. I'm not going to watch it. Holy shit. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, with the amount of, like, murder and, like, shitty people stuff that, like, Vanessa likes watching. Mm -hmm. I don't really like watching that stuff. Sure. Because it's like, I get it. Yeah. You know? Like, I... I, People suck. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that's not something I need to have more of in my head. I see. Sure. So, um, cause obviously I already have problems with that <laughs> murder, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's crazy. Yeah. 
The main interest for me is like I also dislike the murder shows and those you know true crime events. I, it's not that I dislike them; I, they're super interesting. Mm-hmm. I get the appeal. It's just like I don't do well ah, with them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This one is hard to watch because it's not so much the like. Well, also it's like this weird like sexy brainwashing thing, and it's, it's the like brainwashing. And I don't. I definitely don't need to know more about that. Yeah, it's the brainwashing that's super intriguing to me. And yeah, like how somebody that's so charismatic just wraps people around his fingers. I mean, like, it's cult so leader well. stuff, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's cult leader from another angle. Sure. And so it's just like, how did this happen? It's the celebrity. Yeah. I mean, that's the different part of it, right? Yep. Because cult leaders by default are not celebrities they might be a celebrity later yeah when their shit falls apart yeah and this one started the other way (laughs) which is so weird Mm -hmm. and i mean luckily like this should be it for this guy like i I should be we'll see what happens yeah there is no shortage of evidence anecdotal or physical it seems it seems that way after the after the process fuck man yeah we'll see yeah yeah it's intense it's nuts but I had no idea how successful the um, protests around him were. Big time. Like, people actually, yeah. like, kind of went the right way on this. They I shut think him some down. people were a little more stalwart and were like, no, I don't believe it. But I think now they probably have to. Well, he had a ton of money. They get, the Mute R. Kelly movement got him pulled off multiple radio stations. Oh, yeah. Prevented tons of his concerts from actually occurring. Yeah. It ended up costing him so much money that his Atlanta house got foreclosed on. So, like, he's in the shit right now. And One of my many houses. Yeah. They only talked about two in the show. I'm sure he has more than two. Probable. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's allegedly broke. Yeah, sure. Which is curious. On paper broke. I mean, that's the thing. Like, when you have a ton of money, generally it's not actually, like, liquid assets. Yeah. Who's to say? True. Yeah. But, yeah, super interesting documentary. Uh, aside from that, Epic has six free Batman games on their store right now. Yep. Three of them are the Arkhams, and the other three are Lego Batmans. I never heard much about the lego batman games but i mean all the lego games are pretty good yeah so i i doubt it would be any, any worse yeah. yeah uh the arkham series is amazing so i played through the first one like crazy mm-hmm. um i have all the other ones but yeah. i've honestly never played them interesting which is weird so i, I loved I, asylum i only played half of a uh, city. city yeah never played night yeah so there's city night and then there's one that's the prequel too mm. there's four i want to say i don't know one came with my graphics card. <laughs> Probably night. And yeah, and that's when it came out. It had a ton of issues. Mm. Remember? It was like yeah. crashing like crazy and not working. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even try. Sure. <laughs> but I played through Arkham on PlayStation mm-hmm. when it came out. And I'm like, this is one of the best games ever made. Super good. Super good. And then they basically took that formula and made a million games. So yeah. all the other Batmans, the Mad Max game, which mm. is really good, yep. um, despite it being just a drive around and grab stuff game. Sure. Um, the Mordor series. Yeah. Those are all the same. Yep. I mean, everything here is from Batman. Right? Totally. Same combat system. Same combat system. It's perfect. Yep. It's flawless. It's... Like, you ever want to feel like <laughs> a, a hero character yeah. who is rooted in reality but also kicks ass mm-hmm. like these are the games it's the perfect combat system for that totally um but yeah i never got around to playing the other ones sure. for whatever reason mm-hmm. but yeah so it, it's that's a good one if yeah. you can pick it's free it's all free. you have to do is install epic good luck yeah <laughs> it works it's trouble for a lot of people really mental trouble 
Yes. It's the I don't want to install another launcher trouble. Yes. Other than that, it works totally fine for getting these free games and installing them. Yeah. I've totally. yet to have a single issue. Totally. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, also, Rockstar came out with a game launcher. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so there's some hubbub about that. There was. Which is probably just because they're going to put Red Dead on PC, and I assume that's the draw. It seems like the correct play. Grand Theft Auto Five is still cruising. People mm-hmm. are still spending a ton of money in there and playing it all the time yep. so if they get red dead 2 up on there as well with its current online offerings yeah. i think it's enough to kind of carry the torch on that i think it probably will be because they've added a lot of new stuff um the economy's flattened out mm-hmm. they've knocked out a lot of their griefing shit and oh, how wow. it works okay and um yeah hmm. so it seems like they've really reined it in from its early days when i played it sure. and i was like this sucks <laughs> um because i wasn't going around just shooting everyone i could mm-hmm. right when they logged in or, or yeah. from really far away <laughs> and plus with the game being more realistic you get shot in the head and you're like i'm dead yep uh so it, <laughs> it's gotten a little better but now they have the whole cla- uh profession system or whatever and okay all sorts of things so i assume that's what same what's going on here yeah yeah but yeah but it launches sorry it launches even if you have the games on steam or something yeah they just are maintained through their launcher yeah just like you play no like or total war warhammer for example Mm -hmm. total war has a launcher sure right all their games so it'll be like that okay it's not like it's gonna be its own less intrusive it's my understanding okay yeah well that's good i appreciated total wars totally because like if you have multiple i don't know i don't know why you would but (laughs) If you're playing multiple Total War games at mm-hmm. once, then we probably need to have a conversation. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but how do you have so much time? Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I like two, but like I also like one because it does this. And mm-hmm. it's like, no. They mentioned that they're announcing uh, Troy, Total War Troy. I've already seen gameplay for it. Have you? Yeah. How'd it look? It looks good, but yeah. I'm not going to get it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how mythos heavy they're going to be on this one. I think you have to be because otherwise so there's nothing interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so also, it, Troy is a, a city state. Like, what are we going to do here? I assume sack Troy, or, the whole game, or defend Troy. I don't know how. Yeah, how much of that? All the Total War games have a have a scope that is yeah, larger than this. Totally right. So that's the only thing that's kind of weird. Maybe you're going to play as the Odyssey, like the whole Odyssey maybe but or i guess troy only, iliad well those are the same aren't they well odyssey's after the iliad oh but it troy is only a small part of that overall yeah, it is journey anyway yep but uh i don't know and then poseidon gets mad at you and sends you off course oh to the cyclops cave then your companions get turned into f- pigs 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 by a or witch sheep or something yeah some sort of animal you'd eat and they get it yeah yeah there's harpies and sirens yeah all sorts of shit all the good stuff skeletons oh classic yeah the best skeletons though <laughs> like the, that movie oh no jason and the argonauts has the best skeletons they do <laughs> evil dead is a close second yes well those are, are wholly based on yeah. those skeletons completely yeah the one duding <laughs> there's the flute skeleton <laughs> flute dude how does it work it's like a femur <laughs> He's like femur. He's fluting a femur, uh-huh. which is amazing. It is. Like, come on, guys. You, these guys are the best. Uh, um, too strong. Too strong. But I do still want to play the China one. Mm-hmm. 
So I was waffling between getting that and getting Borderlands. Ah. Because they're both full price. Yes. And um, Borderlands, just I wanted the sense of humor stuff. Sure. And then I haven't played enough of the new expansion for Total War Warhammer 2 yet to kind of write it off. The Hunt and the Hunter or something? Yeah, the Hunter and the Lismo. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, I did play the Empire guys a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. The hunter guy is is interesting because he's a hybrid, yep. right? So he's melee and ranged. And the thing is, for an archer, he's like a direct archer, so he doesn't have the sure. lob mechanic yeah. that a lot of the other archers do. So you can't volley over your front line, yeah, yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Um, and then his special ability like targets an enemy. No, it's like a kill shot. The more damage they have remaining, mm-hmm. uh, the less damage they have. No, the less hit points they have remaining is yeah. the more damage that it does. Okay, so it's an execute. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really hard to time and position properly. Sure. So I'm trying to work that out. Okay. But um, they also have some new units. So they have like art or hunters, mm-hmm. which is a new unit that I don't know if it's only they get, but it's a new empire unit. I'm not sure if it's probably for both. And then also there's this like war wagon, and mm-hmm. it's like um, a wagon with a bunch of like archers in it, and it's fast. Mm-hmm. It's an artillery piece though. Okay. So it doesn't do a ton of damage. Yeah. But it has a melee attack. It and it has the circle. Um, ah, okay. Thing. Yeah, so it's a skirmish unit. I yeah, guess. just shoots everywhere. Around Doesn't it. seem very good though. <laughs> but I don't know yet. Okay. But uh, that's really weird. He has a bunch of abilities that boost all his archers and stuff. And he has. There's a special archer unit now that can fire on the move. Mm, and that's like that's probably good. his unit. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, pretty cool. Yeah. But they have a thing now called Imperial Favor res- something. And you get it every once, every so often. It's depending on what you're up to. Okay. But they give you a bunch of units. Oh. They give you four choices. And it's like, okay, foot soldiers, this, this, this. They mm-hmm. tell you what they are. Sure. And they give them to you for free. That's cool. All you have to do is pay their upkeep. Yeah. And their max level. Oh. So, like, I got turn three, like, a ton of, like, greatsword guys and halberders. <sighs> and, like, sure. I'm like, okay. Because, like, otherwise it's almost impossible. They have one of the hardest starts I've come into contact with. Because okay. you start with one shitty place that's not even a capital. Mm-hmm. You have to take over a capital and another <laughs> town. And you can't uh, move through the jungle. At all? Like, you can, but it's like... Oh, yeah. Snail's pace. So slow. Okay. So I'm hoping you get something that changes that. It's pretty interesting. But that I took out, cool. like, one of the new lizards, like, mm-hmm. turn four. Oh, wow. Because it's the horde one. And oh. I think he fought someone and got, like, repelled. And then mm-hmm. a couple turns later, I just killed him. Tenahuanan, or the snake. The mound, guy. like the... It's like the... No, it's called the Heart of the Jungle or something. I think He looks like an alligator lizard. Like a big one. Oh, okay. Must be Gorok, then. Mm. The shield guy? I don't think he had a... Sh- maybe? Shield and the mace, they're all, like, jade-colored. He's, I think he's albino, too. He's huge. Okay. Like, he was really big. Mm. Like, bigger. Like, he was, like, real big. Like a T-Rex? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hmm. But his his units that were with him were all really big, too. And it's like, well, I just got all great swords and, like, halberdiers, so I'm like... Oh, maybe they're just a new neutral army. Where it's just... They're a could... horde army. Yeah. So I don't know what they do, really. Curious. Well, then I have no idea. It was weird. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I never get to see either now. Because sure. I fucking killed him right away. Yeah. I'm like, but, I mean, you got the perfect counter for him. The heavy. On accident. Yeah. <laughs> he just showed up. I'm like, wrong place, dude. <laughs> like, you're not where you should be. But um, <clears throat> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's The hard thing is you start with everyone around you, like, 
wanting to smash your face in. Why? Because you're not supposed to be there. Oh, okay. Because you're, you know, an expedition party from the ah, Imperial Islands you're or whatever. Spain. Yeah. Yeah, you're Spain coming to the New World. And then basically how long it takes you to get your new Imperial requisition, mm-hmm. it, depending on how pissed off everyone is around you. Really? So you have this, like, tracker... And then the higher it goes, yeah. the less time between your requisitions. Whoa. So it's a weird, like... That's awesome. It's a harassment sure. thing. Like, you have to constantly be pushing. No peace. Yeah. But I also, like, have no gold production. Sure. So I can't even defend, like, my one shitty yeah. village. Because I have to leave. I like that a lot. And then it'll take me, like, four turns to get back to it. Yep. And it's like... Can you hire other heroes? Not immediately. Because uh, I can't pay for them. Sure. But, like, they, the special thing they get is uh, Hunters of Renown or something like that. And they're actually from the different races. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first one I got, by fulfilling a certain thing, it unlocks them. And then they join you. That's awesome. And they're unique. And yeah. they're they're heroes. Mm-hmm. So you can embed them in your army or you can have them go around doing things. Oh, man. And then they have a goal. Mm-hmm. Like, their goal might be to, like, take out a certain enemy type or, or whatever it is sure. and once you do that they get something special but like the first one i have is an elf mm-hmm. lady um and she's really good but like you know i had her i had her attack that guy before mm-hmm. i did so they were weak yeah so that worked but yeah that's really cool so there's four one looks like a dwarf mm-hmm. they're silhouetted uh, until sure. you get them but one is obviously not yeah. human size. Makes sense. And then I got this elf lady, and I think there's two other human ones. Okay. But yeah. That's really cool. I like That's that That's their little sub-mechanic thing. Yeah. And then their hmm. tech tree is different. Sure. Than the normal empire. That's neat. I'm going to have to pick that up when it goes on sale. It was like eight bucks if you bought oh, it before it? it came out. Oh. It was like I thought 10. it was 20. No, it was 10. Okay. It's 10 full price. I got it for like eight sixty or something, because mm. it was like whatever percent off. Sure. All right. Yeah, totally that's, worth it for ten bucks. Pretty sweet. Plus, mm-hmm. it gives like the empire a foothold in the other continent, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Because like their army that's there already, the empire colonies or whatever, yeah. like usually gets steamrolled by turn like twenty. Yeah, they do. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> since they put in the uh, vampire coast, mm-hmm. they just get stomped like right away because <laughs> the the opera lady starts over there. Oh my god, she's so evil. Opera ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Her magic is crazy. I haven't tried her yet. Ugh. I started I I really like the idea of the vampire coast, mm-hmm. but like I don't really like playing them. Why? Is it just not your army play style? Their units are, are kind of just weird. Yeah. Okay. Um like I really like their big guy that explodes, mm-hmm. but I also don't like the liability that it imparts. Totally. Because they're hard to use effectively. Yep. Because you have to launch them in there after people are already in melee range, which means you're just going to blow up all your own dudes. Yep. Yeah. Splat. Yeah. And then, like, the guys I want are deeper in their tree, mm-hmm. and I don't get to get them. Sure. Usually. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the issues I've had with most of the new DLC characters, is trying to get as far down those trees as I need to. And I never find myself getting there until like right before the end of the game like building stuff yeah yeah. building stuff like getting a tier five of any kind of building is crazy hard i will say it was really easy Mm -hmm. with the last skaven game i played ah okay but part of it is because the place they start Mm -hmm. is its own um full thing it's one Mm, capital city and it's the biggest one that it can be okay so that is good yeah but then they have all these things that you just like 
use to crank money when you start building those undercities. Yeah. And yeah. you just make them little production houses. True. Yeah. You steal money from them, yep. from the people. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But I got like all the council buildings and stuff. And mm-hmm. as soon as I did, everyone declared war on me. Because I was pushing so much Skaven corruption at yeah. that point. Like, they just couldn't hang. It's like radiating out from my uh-huh. hidden place now. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Plus, technically, it's still a ruin if someone looks at it. True. Because no one's gone over there. Yeah. Because good luck. Then they go and say, ooh, a ruin. Dead. Yeah. Immediately dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want to fight those guys. No, nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I got. That's it. Um, otherwise, I'm going to, yeah, check out, hopefully, Code Vein next week. Yeah. Um, I'll buy the physical copy. Okay. Which I will do when I buy PlayStation games from now on. Uh-huh. So when I'm done, you can play them. Yes. So we can get that going. Oh, speaking of that, there was some um, uh, law in France that wants to require Steam to allow people to resell their games. Okay. Which seemed very curious because if Steam Marketplace opens up to all the second titles that people already have in their store, it's going to be it's going to be the wild west of picking up games that are just super discounted. That's weird. It is. I think they would just stop having steam in France. I think that's probably the easier solution. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with how it is now. Yeah. I think it's fair. Sure. So that seems weird. To yeah. Me. It was an interesting article. Yeah. But yeah, continue. No, that's, I mean, that's it. Okay. I, I mean, code vein, something mm-hmm. else is coming out too, but I, I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. I do still want to play some Red Dead, but that requires me to dedicate console time, which is hard. True. Since we only have the one TV. Yeah. Um, I need to finish Katana Zero, and then I want to play Greedfall. Right. And I'm super on the fence on that one. There's so so many games. You let me know how it is. Yeah, the main thing I've heard is that the storyline and character interactions are phenomenally good. The magic in the game is really bad. Uh, Combat is totally lackluster and just mediocre yeah and people are really annoyed because every time you get into combat your character will say their one line over and over again Ugh. so like ha get the point and you know that kind of thing as soon as they start combat so every that's time awesome. you start combat you hear that line that's great so um yeah that's the basis of what i've heard so far <laughs> uh the story's great characters yeah. are great and right now i could use some good writing which i'm currently finding in katana zero of all places sure so no, a very unexpected place yeah blasphemous yeah. a great writing too but that's because they doubled down on their theme and yeah looking for more so it sounds like it's more of like um what what is that fucking game titan titan's quest not titan's quest but like that there's three of them and they're like really hard and fall games like uh-huh. that they're like fantasy and then the next one you're like a pirate for some reason risen oh yeah risen they sound I, like risen i've played all of those and i enjoyed them i enjoy them but i never finish them ah, sure. because like the game is just like at first like hey fuck you yeah totally and then you start doing pretty well and then you're like i'm doing pretty well and then like just kidding go fuck yourself yeah and you're like god damn it yep yeah but uh i like that kind of game Agreed. it sounds like greedfall is like that mm-hmm. but maybe the combat's worse and even the, I mean, the combat in Risen is pretty bad. It's bad. Pretty Legitimately bad. bad. Yeah. But still engaging just because of... Because you could do... You you can do better. Yeah. And if you if you do it right, usually you can do it. Correct. It has kind of that character... Yeah. You, personal not, growth. Not your character. Personal growth thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like many of these games that come out, like that Alex game that came out that just yep. like completely fumbled is the same kind of thing. Sure. Where apparently it's like, oh, look at this game. It can be like magic and technology, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then everyone's like, yeah, but like if you go left right away, you're going to get fucking killed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's risen. <laughs> Basically. So, <laughs> right. So there is, and that's an old school mentality to game making. Yes. And it works, mm-hmm. but you really have to be patient. Yeah. And I think that's where it a lot sets, of gamers aren't anymore. Yeah, it sets a very particular audience and also requires a lot of forethought and mentioning from the gameplay itself. Yeah. It's like, hey, this world is very dangerous. Right. Please go this way. Oh, yeah. And in half of the Risen games, like, the loading screen is like, hey, if shit's tough, like, go the other way. Yep. And you're like, oh, right. Yep. Like, I'm not supposed to fight this giant spider <laughs> right now. Or, oh, I'll just run super far away. And guess what? Like, it can't leave the area. Yeah. So I'll just keep shooting it at He's the wall. He's tethered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a game where you break it. Yeah. You, ex- you exploit what you can because it's necessary at some point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, I've been poisoned. I'm going to die. Because yeah. I don't have antidote. Mm-hmm. So dead, I'll reload. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's a scrub. It's a save scrub game. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure Creed falls the same way. I don't know, but I'm interested to find out. Yeah, I like the aesthetic. Yep. But um, yeah, let me know. We'll do. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it for reels. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Patreon, SoundCloud, iTunes and facebook yeah and thank you to ken o for being our best patreon best patreon pat pat yep (laughs) um and uh yeah so uh let us know what's up if you have any questions if there's any games you want us to play or are curious about because we've probably played them probably and if not (laughs) We're willing to. If you want to play jagged alliance 2 i recommend it it's one of the best games ever made (laughs) and if you haven't played it then we probably can't be friends oh so sad yeah sorry john yeah send sean an email i did play a little bit of it <laughs> did you yeah with the mod you didn't play with the mod not though. with the mod the, it's unplayable without the mod yeah i'll get the mod we'll talk about it all right um <laughs> all right have a good week everybody thank you for listening to the legend of things check us out online at the legend of things.com find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things and for the love of all that is good and holy subscribe on itunes and leave us a review until next time this has been the legend of things things